Hi everyone, and welcome to this week's episode of VMware's Partnership Perspectives. I'm Anna Lawler, Vice President, Global Partner Ecosystem Marketing at VMware. I'm responsible for driving VMware's global partner marketing strategy, marketing to, through, and with our broad ecosystem of partners. This week, I'm joined by Chris Wolf, Vice President of VMware AI Labs, an initiative that's central to VMware's strategic focus on innovation across R&D, strategic partnerships, and longer-term technology investments. VMware's private AI reference architecture and a huge ecosystem of global partners helps companies stand up AI services and accelerate time to value. Coming up, Chris and I discuss announcements from VMware Explore Las Vegas, the VMware AI Labs creation story, and how VMware is taking the complexity and high cost out of AI solutions. Enjoy the conversation. Welcome, Chris. Thank you so much for joining our Partnership Perspectives podcast today. Let's jump right in. So you have a brand new role as Vice President of VMware AI Labs. Can you tell us a bit more about that, please? Yeah, sure. Raghu correctly saw the evolution of AI and the importance of it in our industry. About a year ago, started talking to me about consolidating our work and really focusing the organization around AI. So our charter is really quite broad. So we look at helping the company through the AI journey along what we call three pillars, which are smarter products and services which are helping to bring AI into the company's products. And we're looking to do so in a uniform way. Smarter VMware, which is around bringing these AI and services to improve our own internal processes, such as AI-assisted software development. And then finally, smarter businesses, which is really around helping our customers to be able to run a variety of AI solutions. So the AI Labs team is looking to drive the strategy across these pillars, working in partnership with the different portions of the business at VMware, and then also incubating some of these new technologies that we're looking to ship into the future. Fantastic. Thank you. Certainly, the Gen AI landscape is rapidly evolving, and that sparked significant attention at our recent VMware Explore event in Las Vegas where VMware announced focus on unlocking the huge potential of AI in the enterprise. Can you tell us a bit more about that, please? Yeah, I think it was a really big event for us because we went out, I think, fairly big. And we not just announced some product announcements and partnerships, but we also looked to define a new market in private AI. The term private AI has been around for a long time, many years. It's been used in some different contexts. And what we looked to do was really contextualize it and look to bring solutions that were around privacy and control concerns for customers. You know, and that led to our announcement of the Private AI Foundation with NVIDIA, as well as our Private AI Reference Architecture, a couple dozen partner logos. So this wasn't just about saying we're entering the space. This was saying, hey, we have some credible solutions here that are really going to help customers. And there's a huge ecosystem of partners already behind us. That's interesting to hear, Chris. Can you tell us a little more about those concerns and what were the biggest concerns when it comes to AI and Gen AI? Sure. There's definitely some significant concerns that customers have. One is risk to intellectual property. And to give you an example of that, for VMware, our source code is our business. It's our livelihood. So we want to make sure that our intellectual property is protected and not put any risk. So even when we were looking at AI-assisted code development, that was something really important to us. 
we wanted to make sure that our private data would not be shared externally. And this comes up a lot with customers. They don't want their own corporate data being used to tune models that might also benefit their competitors at the same time. And customers also want to be able to maintain control because they don't know in the future how a particular model may need to be deployed to address some of these business needs. And this was really gets to the heart of VMware AI Labs was looking to build internal solutions that can address these problems. And we also realized that these were things that were really important to our customers as well and that we should take commercial. So this sounds possibly a familiar problem for our customers. Is it similar to what we solve for them with multi-cloud? Yeah, absolutely. It's quite interesting because AI is truly a multi-cloud problem and especially private AI, because if you think about it, data is everywhere. It's everywhere an organization does business. And just like multi-cloud, our attempt here is to move both the AI model and the compute to wherever the data happens to reside. And these are things that VMware is great at over time. These are the problems that people expect us to solve. So we feel we're in a really good place here in the market. That's great to hear. And what about our partner ecosystem? How do they play a role in the strategy and how are they helping us in this space? Yeah, I think that's one of the best parts of the strategy for VMware is that we're focused on flexibility and choice. The space is moving so fast that we can't expect even a customer to say, I want to just standardize on one set of solutions and tools for AI. That's not really practical because next week there's going to be a new model that folks are talking about that we didn't hear about a month ago. Even when we started with code development, we were working with Hugging Face and SafeCoder. And now there's also an open source, another open source alternative out called CodeLama. And these are going to continue with far more specialized models. So the VMware goal in all of this is to create a platform that offers customers choice of solutions. And this is where the ISV and partner network is so important to us. So we want the ISVs to be able to provide all of these choices in terms of how I serve models, how I manage machine learning operations. We're looking to our global SIs to help with standing up these solutions, as well as being able to support customers long-term in their journey as well. So I think that's really helped us with our partners is because we're being very clear that VMware is looking to provide the private AI foundation, and then the partners have lots of optionality above and below that stack. That's fantastic to hear. It's clear there's a lot of opportunity for our partners and for VMware. So taking a step back for a moment, at Explore, we announced our approach, which is focused on private AI. So what is that? Can you talk a little bit more about that, please? Yeah, I think it's important because I feel I've made some assumptions here and we define private AI as an architectural approach. This works across public clouds, private clouds, edge can exist in a virtual private cloud for customers. We're looking to balance the business gains of AI with the practical privacy and compliance needs of an organization. And what this means is being able to ensure privacy and control of data, having good access control and auditability that I can prove that the privacy and compliance mandates are being met. I think these are really important areas for us when we think about private AI and for our customers. This is something that has really resonated with both customers and partners as well. So what have we done about this? We've really looked to bring all of this together with a private AI reference architecture that gives our customers and partners a starting point for how they can get these benefits of laying a foundation that is where their data is and where they want to control their data. And then having the flexibility to then run a number of different models and services on that foundation. That's great to hear. 
Perhaps you can talk us through some of the key benefits of the VMware private AI reference architecture. Yeah, there's quite a bit. If I think about where we're at, this is about accelerating your time to results and being able to very quickly stand up AI services. And along those lines, one of the key benefits we've seen is quick time to value, which is just to give you a benchmark, we have our orchestration that we're using to stand up AI services is the open source Ray project, which is quite popular. It has a very large AI ISV ecosystem around it. And with that project and our instant clone technology, we can stand up an AI cluster in about three seconds. In the best case scenarios in the public cloud, that takes about 30 seconds to do. We're 10x faster than public cloud. And then it gets even more interesting with bare metal on-premises, which typically is somewhere between five and seven minutes. So now you're getting in the magnitude of a couple hundred X faster in terms of what we can do compared to bare metal. And this is all while maintaining really strong performance characteristics as well. In some cases, we're outperforming bare metal by about 5%. So those were around time to value, accelerating the time to results. We want to be able to have a trusted deployment and being able to have repeatable secure deployments that are standardized for customers. That's really important. Making sure that they can get an improved return on investment and total cost of ownership. We're seeing that in ways that are around being able to share GPU resources as an example. You know, GPUs are scarce. They're hard to come by. So if I can split a physical GPU in four and then share it for four different apps or services, that's huge. And then these are things that IT infrastructure teams are able to manage. In addition to that, we have a broad ecosystem of tools and solutions, whether these are open source or commercial services that can run on our platform as well. So that's also key because the space is moving fast. We want customers to have a lot of choice from Kubernetes to ML ops tooling to how they are looking to serve their different models and the frameworks they're looking to use, et cetera. So again, you lay the foundation with us, you get the benefits of cost, time to value, optionality, and you're future-proofing yourself against any changes going forward because as new services or models come about, it's a software update. I don't have to rip out infrastructure and start over. Those are some very impressive ROI and time to value stats. So thank you for sharing those. So one big moment on stage at Explore was, of course, when Jensen Huang validated our partnership on AI. Can you share more about VMware Private AI Foundation with NVIDIA? I agree. This was a really big moment for us in terms of bringing the companies together. And what we were looking to do is couple the very best of the VMware stack and solution with the very best of NVIDIA. So this is giving you first a common foundation, all of those benefits in terms of time to value, having a common management plane for both your AI and non-AI workloads and customer environments that saves them on total cost of ownership, having virtual machines pre-tuned for AI workloads, being able to get direct access to storage from storage, say to GPUs. So all of these performance benefits that we've baked into our stack are part of what the value that VMware is bringing forward. And then you have these great tools from NVIDIA as well, from NVIDIA AI Enterprise, that's providing that GPU access and management layer. You have the Nemo framework for model serving. You have the AI workbench that provides a really easy way for, say, data scientists or software developers to gain access to these AI services. And most important, these solutions can be fairly complex to stand up, and we're taking all of the complexity out of it. So it's just an easy bundled solution that allows customers to get up and running very quickly, 
And this is all of the years of experience we have building and improving cloud foundation as that underlying infrastructure layer. And again, with this, we're able to take AI to anywhere customers do business. Great. Pretty exciting announcements with NVIDIA then. And previously, you mentioned some new partnership announcements we've made as well. You mentioned Hugging Face and AnyScale. So do those relate to the reference architecture as well? Yeah, they do. So AnyScale is the partner that we worked with on the Ray framework in particular. So they had been the primary ISD behind Ray. And we've been making upstream contributions into open source Ray to allow it to run on-prem. And the way you'd want to think about this from a partner perspective is Ray has support for several dozen AI ISVs today. So when we want to integrate a new ISV solution with our reference architecture or private AI foundation, all we have to worry about is that they're already talking to Ray and using the Ray API. So the VMware integration is just handled downstream by us. That allows a significant amount of velocity going forward. And then if we look at Hugging Face, Hugging Face, besides having maybe the best name for a business in software, is doing some pretty cool stuff. You want to think about them as like the GitHub for AI. So any type of open source model, I can get through Hugging Face and I can use Hugging Face to serve those models on premises. We've directly collaborated with Hugging Face on a solution that we jointly announced at Explore called SafeCoder. And that allows you to have AI-assisted software development for more than 80 languages. We were able to very quickly tune the SafeCoder model against VMware source code in about four hours using a small sample set of code from some of our top software engineers to help to train the model. And now we are running inferencing on that model at a scale of up to 400 software engineers per single NVIDIA A100 GPU, which is pretty amazing as well in terms of what we're getting. And I think these data points really matter because what you're seeing is from a, a customer perspective, often folks feel that to attain these AI services, you need thousands of GPUs. And that's just not the case. We're able to do some pretty remarkable work on a, a small number of GPUs. And with these small models, you're able to train them much more frequently, which again, that allows customers to really focus on model accuracy compared to some of these mega LLMs that you see in the public cloud that go years between training cycles because it just is so expensive. So when you think about partners like Hugging Face, VMware is bringing AI to the masses and open source AI to the masses at costs that are just going to blow them away. And I think that's just super exciting. It certainly is. And just fascinating to hear the different use cases and the data points that really highlight the possibilities are absolutely endless. hundred uh, percent. Yeah, no doubt about it. So, well, it's been a super interesting discussion today and we're going to slightly pivot now to a different topic. So, Chris, of course, you're a senior leader in VMware and, and an industry expert. So we're interested to hear what principles do you follow as a leader and how do you keep your team engaged, retain talent, and what are some of the core values that you hold there? Yeah, that's, it's a great question. To me as a leader, transparency, integrity, and diversity are all very important. If you look at our organization and how VMware measures diversity, right now, last I checked, we're about 35% women employees. And when you add in how VMware measures underrepresented minorities, that takes the cumulative total to almost 50%. And what we've seen is we have diversity at every layer of the organization. We have three primary innovation work streams in AI labs, and two of the three work streams are led by women. Because of that, we just see 
this huge amount of interest and excitement for diverse talent wanting to work with us because they have teammates that have similar backgrounds. And I think that's so important, especially for innovation, because I would say the reason we are so successful and how we've had such great success moving so many new projects into product is because at the very forefront, we have a lot of diverse perspectives that are debating and vetting what we should do and, and how we should do it. That has led to us to be, I think, really an example of how to do innovation and organic innovation right in the industry. And it's because of some of these uh, attributes. I mentioned transparency. All of my leaders in the organization, they know what's going on at any point in time. And there's a lot of trust among the leadership team. And because of that, if you look at the AI Labs leadership team and what had been the research and innovation leadership team before that, 100% of our leaders have stayed through the pandemic and through the Broadcom acquisition. And it's because we have that trust in each other. We work well as a team and we're highly diverse and people, again, they want to be a part of this because they know that the culture we've built is going to be very hard to find in other places. That's a wonderful perspective and just really reinforcing for us that culture, values and DEI play such a significant role in driving innovation, productivity and also employee loyalty as well. So thank you for sharing that one. So we're going to wrap up with one last lightning round question. So we're interested to hear what is it that you're reading, watching or listening to right now? Okay, I'll give you a couple, I guess. Maybe I'll, I'll cover all of them. So watching, it's quite fun. Ted Lasso is, is a great series. Let's see. Listening lately, it's been Illumineers because they're coming through Salt Lake City right now. Their concert was actually rescheduled. And reading is staying with a the music theme. It's the book Making Rumors, which is a great book about Fleetwood Mac. I love some of the music history books that you see that really cover going deep in terms of bands and things such as that. So uh, there you go. Fantastic. Well, Chris, it's been an absolute pleasure to speak to you today. So thank you for spending time with us. Really appreciate it and have a great day. Thank you. You too, Anna. Thanks so much. And we're back. I hope you enjoyed my conversation with Chris Wolf. It was inspiring to hear his thoughts on how VMware is unlocking the huge potential of AI in the enterprise. It's an exciting time. And with recent announcements such as the VMware AI Foundation with NVIDIA, more companies will be able to access, build upon, and help advance the role of AI technologies in our lives. To connect with Chris, you can find him on LinkedIn.